Dave Winder here with the Running with the Racers podcast number 130. This is the official podcast, or one of them anyway, to the Athletics Department at Murray State University. We've got a second one that we'll tell you about in just a moment. Uh, new conference, same mission here. The Racers are having a great first season in the Missouri Valley Conference, and we hope that with the Running with the Racers podcast, it continues to be a place where you're going to learn something that you didn't know each time you hit the play button on the rich history and current happenings of the Murray State Racers. Of course, you can find us on GoRacers.com, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And we mentioned we do have a new podcast. It's the companion to this one, and we're calling it the Racer Report. And this one is uh, more long-term, uh, uh, longer time. It's guest-driven. Uh, the Racer Report is going to be more in the moment, uh, and it will be associated with events uh, like the big game last night um, when the Racers won their final home game in men's basketball. It was senior day, and I, I did nine minutes with uh, Neil Bradley and Kenny Roth on Racer Radio just to kind of wrap up the day. So you can find that in all the same places that you're finding this one, and we just hope that you'll uh, enjoy all of this as we – uh, believe that uh, radio and podcasting is just another great way to uh, enjoy Racer Nation and what the racers are doing and learn a little bit along the way as well. And today, likely the first Murray State student athlete that has played both competitive softball and baseball. Let's get the story with Racers sophomore Ella Strickland from St. Louis, Missouri. Coming out of Oakville High School, Ella Strickland is the career home run leader at her alma mater, and she was also second team All-State in Southeast Missouri, or actually the state of Missouri. And uh, she also played four years on the baseball team because in Missouri, uh, high school softball is played in the fall, and of course high school baseball is played in the spring, so it really worked out for Ella Strickland from St. Louis, Missouri to play both sports. Now she comes uh, from a very athletic family, her dad, um, uh, Rick uh, played at Austin P. also played some minor league ball after being drafted by the New York Yankees. He currently coaches in the Cubs system. And mom played soccer at Evansville. So like we said, Ella Strickland is probably the first uh, student athlete at Murray State to have the, the, uh, the dual sport of baseball and softball. Now what makes it interesting with Ella is that last summer, 58 players uh, were invited to try out for the United States women's national baseball team. She was uh, competing for a chance to wear the red, white, and blue and to wear that Team USA uniform. But like we said, Ella Strickland is not only a great uh, accomplished softball player, but she also did very, very well as she played high school baseball with the boys. And then also today on the podcast, we're you know not only are we going to get that from Ella, but we're also going to get what is the culture of racer softball? Kara Amundsen's done such a great job with this team. Ashley Gillen, Zach Parsons, Sierra Gilmore is a future Hall of Famer and now a GA on the team. Uh, they have a close-knit group with racer uh, softball and coming off their first conference championship from last spring when it was the final season for the program in the Ohio Valley Conference. And now here they are in 2023 getting ready to compete for the first time in the Missouri Valley Conference. So, Ella, do you ever play softball and remember the baseball rules or play baseball and kind of get the rules mixed up between the two? Does that ever happen? I mean, sometimes I'll try to lead off first base while I'm playing softball. <laughs> uh, like, 
oh my gosh, this is a wrong sport. Like totally, like take like, well, I'll think about taking like three steps off first. I'm like, oh, I'm about to get called out. Well, it's, Not it's, right. it, it's great. It's great <laughs> to talk with you. I've been looking forward to this visit just just from the uh, the baseball and softball experience that you had. Um, for folks that don't know, Ella's dad, Rick, is with the Chicago Cubs with the uh, the Lookouts, the Double A team with the Cubs coaching. Smokies. Uh, Smokies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Chattanooga is the Lookouts, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. They're, they're the same league, I think. Yeah, same league. Yeah. That, that's right. They play that's each other all the time. That's right. So so he. Uh, he's he's a professional baseball. He played professional baseball. Played at Austin P, which I, I told you I won't hold that against him. Uh, but uh, it, it, he's uh, he's in pro ball, and your your mom played volleyball or soccer, soccer at yeah. Evansville. Uh, a lot of that uh, student athlete uh, structure and how to do it probably filtered down between mom and dad to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they didn't pressure me to play sports like sports is an outlet uh like get away from real life for a little bit uh-huh. but like i mean we're here to have fun well it certainly f- seems like <laughs> playing for Kara amundsen and the whole coaching staff that that's a lot of fun which Absolutely. i, I want to get into that a little bit later but uh, uh like si- since we kind of started it this way um in in the state of missouri high school softball is played in the fall and high school baseball is played in the spring. And Ella went to Oakville High School in St. Louis County. And that, that offered a unique, uh, a, unique, a unique way to play both sports because the coaching staff was the same for both. Yep. yep. That's crazy. Take, <laughs> take us through that and how, how that happened. I mean, freshman year I came in, so in the fall, playing softball, and I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to play baseball. Because I, I played soccer, too, and girls' soccer in the spring. And I was like, I am think I'm just going to try baseball, play with the boys a little bit. So I went to tryouts, and nobody, nobody bad an eye. Nobody said anything. <laughs> just started playing baseball in high school. So so uh, hitting and, and fielding, what, what position did you play, and, and how did you go from – because there's a whole different approach to being a hitter in softball than, than baseball. Yeah, um, for baseball, I just kind of had to set my sights a little lower because softball, the ball can go up a little bit, and baseball, it's mostly going to go down. <laughs> but I played middle infield, same as softball, just a little further throw for baseball. But, uh, yeah, just had fun with it. Well, you know, the other thing about Ella is the fact that uh, last uh, summer, um, and Ella redshirted, so she's, she's playing her first season this spring with the racers and actually getting on the field. But uh, Ella was uh, – had the chance to uh, make the roster of the U.S. Women's National Baseball Team. Uh, so you were one of 58 players uh, that, that were that were invited. Um, tell us about that whole experience and uh, how many good players there probably were there. Yeah, it's like a completely different world over there. Like, I met so many amazing women, and, like, they have never played softball before, and I was like, Crazy to me. Never played softball. Never touched a softball. Whatever. Like, and there's some pretty great baseball players that could compete with like the highest level. But I think that they need more attention over there <laughs> at at the women's national team because they're this, they're the real deal. Yeah, that's amazing. So so the, the the people that were playing there trying to try out, they had not played collegiate softball no 
Well, there's a couple. There's a few that, that like played at Georgia and Washington, uh-huh. like. But there's some that have never played softball, like ever. <laughs> wow, wow. So that that whole experience, how, how long did that last? Uh, uh, it was about a week. We mm-hmm. had the the open, which was just like a tryout to make the tr- the trials, which. Uh, they selected 58, I think, was the was Yeah, the 58, and they had to get it down to 20. 20. Yeah, they selected 58 from the open. And then so I made the trial roster, and we played scrimmages at the Twins Park, like the mm-hmm. the Minnesota Twins Park, which was really cool. And, like, we just we just played baseball. It was, it was kind of like <laughs> Sandlot a little bit. Like, was, was it? <laughs> yeah. Was it? So wooden bats? No, we've, we use uh, – Aluminum, yeah. Yeah, well, I still call them aluminum. I, yeah. I know there's some different. Uh, they're not aluminum. <laughs> there's some, there's some different uh, composites and yeah. stuff, but it, to me, it's still a, uh, an, an aluminum bat. So, so uh, has any of that been able to help you uh, play softball going through that uh, that tryout process? Yeah, I mean, just getting out there and competing with really really good athletes, and then coming back here and still competing with really good athletes, and like, I mean, just having fun like <laughs> that's the whole thing just having fun with everything you do well th- that that takes me into uh and i always do this with our student athletes is is talk about uh the culture of the team that you're on so uh, i've known coach amundsen for a long long time and you probably don't know this she she coached tennis for yeah. one season yeah I did. and her her team that year was really really good and i just remember that every player on that team seemed to really enjoy uh playing for kara and th- that's what I've seen on the softball field, too. So, uh, and, of course, uh, Ashley Gillen's been with CARE the whole time as assistant coach. Uh, Zach Parsons' assistant. And now uh, racer great Sierra Gilmore is with the team as a graduate assistant. So tell us, uh, what is the culture of racer softball? Uh, just like having a family feel, like being able to go in the locker room and, like, just talk to your friends, like hang out with them. Like, we see each other every day, like three times a day. So, I mean, getting along with everybody and just – playing for each other yeah but when it comes to the work ethic of softball what's expected of of each student athlete uh just to have each other's backs on the field and off the field and playing for each other yeah yeah there's nothing better i've always said there's nothing better than being on a team yep having fun with each other while you're playing the sport you love yep and and usually uh it's 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 the stuff off the field is is the the most memorable part of it now of course big wins which we've got some big wins to talk about it just a minute, but mm-hmm. the the part where uh, you're, like you said, you're just being uh, teammates and and friends, and that certainly certainly means a lot as as well. So, uh, you know, going into the Missouri Valley Conference for Murray State softball, uh, the poll came out here not long ago. I think you guys were picked second, third, something I like that. I think we're second, yeah, second. And um, and I thought, okay, that that's a great that's a great start. We we both know that absolutely means nothing no. <laughs> but uh you know how how has preparation been over the winter you all are now about a month into your season mm-hmm. you're you know you played nine games uh how is it tracking for murray state softball to go into the valley i think it's just when we're going out there and practicing it's like not getting bigger than the moment like yes missouri valley is better than ovc like everyone knows that but not getting too uptight and like trying to play outside like do better than we can. Like, I don't know how to phrase Well, I, I, you're, you what know, you're saying you know what is saying? you're try, <laughs> trying to stay within yourself yeah. and not do too much. Yes, yes. Right? The, to not do too much. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Uh, the whole uh, Missouri Valley experience is going to start March 17th through the 19th uh, here at home at Racer Field. Uh, Northern Iowa comes to town. Uh, and then the Missouri Valley postseason tournament is at Southern Illinois in Carbondale yep. May uh, 10th through the 13th. So uh, that we're going to be watching that and uh, just seeing how this, this team does. So uh, going back to last spring, uh, and we, uh, we really – just had a great time with Murray State softball because it seemed like once they hit conference play in the OVC, it just it just built and it built and it built. You were redshirting, so you weren't playing. Tell me just from your perspective, what happened with that team last year? For, you know, forty wins, go to the NCAA tournament. What what happened to make it all that special? Uh, watching from the outside, uh, like and not being on the field, I got to learn a lot from a ton of really good players like Sierra and Gracie and Hannah and like just learning and watching them play softball and like getting a feel for how college softball works before actually getting thrown into there. But um, I think just honestly how they meshed on the field and like how I said before, playing for each other, like they did that very well. You saw the dramatic uh, moments and I was looking back at it as we were uh, prepping for this too. Gracie Osborne's walk-off homer to send the racers to the semifinals. Yes. Uh, tell me about, that was a 12th inning walk-off homer. I wasn't at that game. I was actually at home, but I was watching on the TV with my family. I was like, I like jumped <laughs> up in there. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is insane. But that was, that was fun to watch. Well, another thing that's fun to watch is uh, I, I love shutdown pitching when you've got it on your side. Yep. And Hannah James and uh, Jenna Weber, uh, in that that event, they combined uh, uh, to give up uh, one run on four hits, struck out uh, 24 over 30, 30 innings, something like that. That's We're in just, the tournament. Uh, I think so. That's yeah. that's an insane. That stats insane. <laughs> but it basically came down to a three-game series with Belmont. Uh, Murray State's uh, they had some great games. Uh, Murray State won the first game, one nothing. Uh, so then you go to the championship, and they've got to beat you twice, and they beat you in the first game. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Get nervous. <laughs> I don't know. When you're that team that, that's that got the, the one game in hand, and then they beat you that first game, yeah. it, it, could go, it could go anywhere. But then Sierra Gilmore homers twice in the championship game. Racers win it 5-3. to three. Uh, You know, tell us about that, that moment when, when it's done. I mean, thinking of – like that's the first championship that Racer Softball has, has won, and like that's kind of like an under years. That's an underdog moment right there, and like that's just just gritty. So I was I was so stoked to watch that. Like <laughs> it was so fun. Now d now did you get to go to the NCAA yes. at Tuscaloosa? Yes, I did. And tell us about that's a big time. Anytime you go to an NCAA event, it's big time. Yes, uh, we got to play at Alabama, and that was well, we we got in a bus accident on the way there, but. That, that made it a little interesting, but um, just getting to watch my friends play on, like, a, a really big stage and seeing them score the first run against Stanford, like, yeah. that's, a, that's a ranked team that we scored. We scored first and held them to three runs. Like, I was proud of them. And it was cool. We got to practice on their field. We got to hang out at Alabama. Like, it's a big school. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it, was, it was a big-time atmosphere. Yeah. And that was – that was just great to see, uh, you know, especially, like I said, uh, you know, known Kara for a long time, and to see her finally reach that mountaintop was, was really, really 
very satisfying for me to see that see that happen. Mm -hmm. So um, going back to your uh, your upbringing in Oakville, uh, playing baseball and softball. Uh, you know, I'm seeing I'm looking here and I'm seeing you know second team All State Missouri, uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, obviously, your uh, your academics have been very very big for you. Uh, geology major. So yep. <laughs> why why are you studying the rocks? It's a weird one. Uh, <laughs> I really like national parks. I really want to be a park ranger, which okay. is like so random. Like nobody's like, oh my gosh, I want to be a park ranger. But no, I th I think I've wanted to be that since I was in like middle school. I visited Yellowstone and Grand Tetons and loved them. So. I think it'd be really cool. So, well, and I guess that maybe explains it. Are you still doing your minor in criminal justice? Yes, yes. Uh, so that's, I want to do like the law enforcement side of park rangers. Uh -huh. So that would help me get into that field. There you go. Well, I wish you the best, uh, best of luck in that. Thank so, you. Um, so maybe just wrapping up here, tell us uh, what it means to you to be a Murray State racer. What, what does it mean to Ella Strickland? I think that there's a lot of great athletes that have played here and the student body in general is just like so supportive of the athletics and I want to be in this Hall of Fame one day. <laughs> I want to be one of the greats. So uh, I think that having the right team around me and the right coaching staff and the right everybody can help me achieve that. Well, so. I think you're well on your way and I'm looking forward to, to seeing how your career unfolds here, Ella. Yep. Thanks for stopping by and go Racers. Go Racers. <laughs> Just another example of a great student athlete at Murray State, Ella Strickland. Thank you for stopping by here today on the Runner with the Racers podcast. And we certainly wish the Murray State softball team the best of luck the rest of the way in the spring as they compete in the Missouri Valley Conference for the first time. Some other happenings going on in Murray State athletics. This week has been a big, big week for Murray State women's track and field as they have been competing in Chicago at the Missouri Valley Indoor Championships. And as I record this, it's just went final with um, Illinois State nipping the racers on the final day, 130 to 108, but still a second place showing for Adam Kiesler's group. Uh, and they've got some great, great athletes that did very, very well in this one. But it's Illinois State with uh, 130 points. Murray State was second at 108. Indiana State had 99 points. Bradley had 84, and then it was SIU and Belmont and Northern Iowa making up the top six. Megan Fletcher set a Murray State indoor record with a high jump of 1.8 meters. She also was the champion in the Missouri Valley Conference. Congratulations to her. We also had Telia James and Faith Bostic uh, finish third place. Uh, Bostic in the 600-meter dash, and James in the 200-meter dash. Kayla Bell, she was the highest-rated 400-meter uh, competitor in the indoors, and she stood up on that and won the Missouri Valley Indoor 400 with a time of 53.4. We also saw Brooke Misconis set the school record again in the pole vault, 4.05 meters. She was the champion in the Missouri Valley Conference. And then in the pentathlon, uh, Jenna Pauley and Megan Fletcher were obviously the two best, two best athletes uh, at the championship. Fletcher uh, finished first with 369 points, just barely outdistancing her teammate, Jenna Pauley, who had 357 points. 
And then, of course, Rachel Hagens, who went all the way to the NCAA outdoor long jump last summer and just really had a great spring. Uh, she won the Missouri Valley long jump with an uh, effort of 6.15 meters, and she already set the school record that had been held by the great Diane Woodside for 33 years. And Diane Woodside uh, just went into the Murray State Athletics uh, Hall of Fame. So, anyway, it was a great, great event up in Chicago. And the racers now heading back home with a second-place showing. Also, uh, this week, Arch Madness is going on in St. Louis. I'll be heading up there with the Murray State men's team um, this week. The racers ended up with the seventh seed, and they will play at 6 o'clock on Thursday night against Valparaiso, the team they just knocked off uh, this past weekend at home in overtime. And I did a little uh, checking, of course. Uh, I figured that at some point in Murray State men's basketball uh, history, uh, we had to have had an instance of uh, the racers playing a team uh, in back-to-back overtimes, and that has happened twice. Now, we only have records that go back to 1983, but the first time it happened was in 2007. Murray State split two straight overtime games against Tennessee State with the visiting team uh, winning each time. And the other time happened uh, in, in two different seasons. It was the final game that Murray State played with Tennessee Tech in 1992, and then it was the first game in 93. Both of those games went to overtime, and Tennessee Tech uh, won both of those. Now, in case you're wondering, if the racers go up to St. Louis at the Enterprise Center Thursday and play another overtime with Valparaiso, that will be the first time that that's ever happened in Murray State basketball history with the caveat there that my records only go back to 1983. But congratulations to the racers for uh, you know getting a winning season. That, that win on Saturday uh, absolutely clinched it. And then it also clinched a winning season in their first season in the Missouri Valley. And this week, as we go up to Arch Madness, who knows? The racers might catch fire and stay a while and play a lot of games, and maybe they'll be playing on Sunday for the chance to go to the NCAA tournament. So uh, be sure to check out GoRacers.com. We've got all kinds of activity on there this time of year because not only is basketball – still going on and the women's team of course going up to hoops in the heartland in two weeks Uh, we've got everything in the spring that's going on right now and uh, it's going to be a great great time as we go through to uh, graduation in may so anyway that's uh, episode 130 thanks to ella strickland for being on the show this is dave winder we'll see you next time and hey go racers